My name is Benny Johnson, and thank you for watching The Benny Show. How do you stop tyranny? Well, it's not with more laws, and it's certainly not with more rules being written down on a piece of paper. Tyrants don't obey the Declaration of Independence. They don't obey the Constitution. They don't obey the Bill of Rights. They've never cared about those kind of things. They will rip them up and throw them into the furnace if it means more power. That is the nature of the tyrant. It's the nature of the criminal. And that's why there's a criminal Gestapo that is essentially in charge of this nation right now. How do you stop them? How do you end tyranny? You end it by fighting. And if you wish to help us fight, if you wish to help us continue the work that we do here on The Benny Show, we would like to humbly ask you to do something for us. It is completely and totally free. And it is something that would mean the world to us and truly help us out. If you could go to any podcast platform that you listen to podcasts on, if you could click like and follow and subscribe to The Benny Show, that would truly change the world for us. And the reason why is because we want to grow this community. We want to reach more people. And it is so powerful to have an uncancelable platform. You know, podcasts are essentially uncancelable. It's the wild west of free speech. And it is very, very cool. We are working on some projects that I think would get us deplatformed in other places, but not on podcasts. We're going to have exclusive audio-only releases with some of the biggest cultural tastemakers, politicians, and movers and shakers in the movement, and we are so excited about it. We want you to know about it first, and that's why we are asking you to subscribe to our podcast. Please head on over to The Benny Show on any podcast platform. Apple Podcasts is a big one. Spotify is a big one. Google Play is another big one. Head on over and click subscribe to The Benny Show. Equal justice under the law. What does it mean? Well, it means that whether you are a king, rich man, poor man, black man, white man, whether you are a man or a woman, the law is the same for all of us. It's actually the principle that has set forth this nation. That's what makes America such a great country because we actually didn't have rule by royals, divine rights, God kings, people that could do no wrong. It is the cornerstone of our judicial system in this country. It's also the cornerstone of the Department of Justice. It's literally inscribed in gigantic letters on the base of the Department of Justice. Equal justice before the law. And it's why our skin is crawling with a series of headlines that show that there is no such thing left in this country. Whether it be Hunter Biden walking free while Steve Bannon may go to jail. Whether it be Michael Sussman walking free while there is a criminal probe announced recently by the Department of Justice into Donald Trump. We see time and time again that there is hierarchy in our Department of Justice. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a true strike at the core and the base of our republic. You cannot function inside of our country when there is hierarchy. This was a country designed to take down the ruling class and the ruling classes of other civilizations. And we have created our own ruling class here, a man who comes 
from within that ruling class, I guess you could technically say, worked at the Department of Justice. He's worked inside of the machine, inside of the beast, and now he is an agent for justice and light and just one of the most based people you could ever hope to speak with. Cash Patel, thank you for being on the program. And as you can see, I am wearing <laughs> my fight with Cash. Cash, you've been fighting yourself recently, releasing a statement saying, hold up. Department of Justice, the implication that Donald Trump staged an insurrection is impossible. Can you illuminate that for our audience? Yeah, Benny, so good to be back with you and hope to see you in person again in Florida real soon. Thanks for donning the fight with cash swag. Uh, we'll, we'll bring you some more. So, yeah, look, it's it's a travesty of justice and congressional oversight when they have the facts and the law and they hide it from the American people like the Jan 6 committee is doing, which is why I put out the statement I did. Liz Cheney went on TV, um, on the mainstream media outlets this past couple of days and said, Donald Trump did not order the deployment of the military domestically. And the Secretary of Defense testified earlier that Donald Trump did not order such a deployment. Of course not. It would have been illegal. It is the definition of an insurrection and coup. Had I been asked that question under oath, the answer would have been the exact same. Is this January 6th committee allowing to propagate false information by actually intimating that because he didn't order it and break the Constitution and the law, he failed to do his duties? Are they forgetting the Don Donald Trump's authorization of up to 20,000 National Guardsmen and women days before January 6th? And the documented proof by the DOD Inspector General under Biden and Milley's own testimony, which says... President Trump authorized, which is the only thing the law allows him to do, he can't order it, authorize the troops uh, to be available. And then we have in writing Mayor Bowser and Pelosi's refusal to accept that authorization and request of National Guard assistance. They are the ones at the end of the day that the law permits to greenlight such an authorization. No president can ever, and nor would I ever want a president to ever order the deployment of the United States military domestically. That is illegal. Let's say you're walking down the street and you see Paul Pelosi wobbling and wandering out of a bar and he offers to give you a ride home. Would you get in his car? Let's say Hunter Biden offered to take your laptop to the repair shop. Would you let him? Of course not, because you're a smart person. So why would you let Hunter Biden's father and Paul Pelosi's wife Nancy and Joe, run your bank account. Of course you wouldn't. Why are you trusting these people to manage your money? They are doing a horrific job of it, and you can see the signs of that all around the country. Inflation is going insane. Inflation is real. The real CPI is at another 40-year high. The recession is real. They're lying to you. There is a recession, and if your money is tied up in the U.S. dollar, then you are messing with fire. You are getting inside of that passenger seat with Paul Pelosi at the wheel slurring his words. It's critical for you to take a hard look right now at your family's value, income, and savings and say, wait a second, it's time to diversify. Gold and silver is what I suggest through my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free information kit on how to diversify your savings with precious metals. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and countless five-star reviews. I myself have used Birch Gold and I now have some of my savings diversified into actual, literal, physical gold that I can hold in my hand and it is a wonderful feeling, ladies and gentlemen gentlemen. Text Benny to 989898 to get a Birch Gold Info Kit today and start learning about real value.
So you're saying that a insurrection is possible on that, but on three different fronts. And I think it is so important to state this because the Department of Justice is coming after Trump now announced a criminal probe into Donald Trump snore. I mean, seriously, bore me. What is this? The 19th time with Ukraine phone call, Russia gate. It's been nothing but an on nonstop criminal probe into Donald Trump. You're saying that they would charge him with insurrection. Is that right? Well, that's what they are trying supposedly to do with the assistance of January 6th committee. And what I'm saying is by Liz Cheney's own statement to the media that Donald Trump never ordered the military to be deployed by the very definition of insurrection under the law. He can't be charged because you commit an insurrection when you hijack and order a military or military like service to take over the government. So thanks, Liz Cheney, for speaking the truth and exonerating Donald Trump. But that that last segment is what you won't hear the mainstream media cover. They'll, of course, puppet around, oh, Donald Trump didn't order this. And most of Americans don't know how the law works, nor should they. They're not supposed to. But what our government and our media is supposed to do is complete the investigation that this congressional committee refuses to do by putting out piecemeal quotes just to obtain a headline. And Liz Cheney, let's just put this in perspective. Liz Cheney is on the Armed Services Committee. She oversees the Department of Defense. Her dad is a bazillionaire because he is a defense contracting mogul. Are we to believe for one second that Congresswoman Liz Cheney of the Armed Services Committee doesn't know it's illegal for a president to order a deployment of military officers in the country when her father was vice president? It's just it's just not even stresses credulity. It's absurd. But you don't have any tough questions being asked when she's parading around all the fake news outlets. This would be probably the right time to drill down and say, what would they charge them with insurrection? So the DOJ would charge Donald Trump with insurrection. If you were putting up Trump's defense against such a charge, what evidence would you lay before the court? One, I'd call Liz Cheney the witness stand and say, hit replay. Thank you. You're innocent. <laughs> I mean, they don't expect the boomerang to come back because they just chuck it out there and they're like, yeah. well, nobody's going to follow after this fake headline that we put out. And 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 again, Americans aren't supposed to know the legalities of how you utilize the military and and this and that. But when you have a fake news media willing to carry their water and everybody that has touted that statement, I've personally gone to and said, I will come on your show and prove it to you. And none of those people have responded to me, not one of them, because they want to advance the false news narrative, the disinformation campaign, as Donald Trump put it, um, against him. And it's, you know, Russiagate, impeachment, Ukraine, Hunter Biden, pick your flavor of the week. This week, again, we're back to January 6th. Yeah, yeah. So, so snore. So, I, you know, I called you about this and I was like, you know, the criminal the criminal probe into Donald Trump was just announced via the singularity of the corporate media and the DNC and the vertical integration of messaging, the Washington Post. What does it mean? So what does it mean that they're now announcing that this is happening? Well, I supposedly let's let's take them at their word that they are actually opening a criminal investigation. There's grand juries around, but those are preliminary. It could be preliminary matters. They could be grand jury subpoenas. We don't know what the witness is for. We don't necessarily know what the targets were, nor are you supposed to. The Department of Defense 
uh, excuse me, the Department of Justice is supposed to keep all these things under wraps. As a federal prosecutor myself, that's what you do until you have an actual indictment and then you inform the world so it doesn't disrupt your investigation or corrupt it, I should say. And so, yeah, maybe they are, but I would tell them, okay, if you are, then go get Biden's DOD Inspector General report, go get Bowser's letter, go get Pelosi's Capitol Police uh, memorandum refusing that information. Go get Milley's own testimony where he confirmed days before January 6th, President Trump authorized National Guard. What else do you want him to do? Remember, these are the, to put it into perspective, these are the same people who wanted to impeach Donald Trump when he walked across Lafayette Square with one uniformed military officer carrying a sidearm. These same people are now in an uproar that President Trump didn't order the deployment of the United States Department of Defense in Washington, D.C., like it was downtown Kandahar. What about the handing over of the military to Joe Biden? And I know we've covered this once, but I, it cannot be stated enough. It doesn't matter what your definition of insurrection is. It needs to be armed. It needs to be ordered. It needs to be spoken about. And as president, sitting president of the United States, Donald Trump had every capacity to order an armed insurrection and create a constitutional crisis, presumably. But he didn't do that. He did the opposite. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, as chief of staff of DOD, I was in charge of the transition of the Department of Defense from one administration to another, Trump to Biden. And the only way I could have received that command is from the White House. And the GSA authorized the transition. The White House ordered the transition. I wrote an op-ed describing the largest transition in DOD history from Trump to Biden. And just like we were talking about, it's factually and legally impossible for Trump to have committed an insurrection because he did not give an unlawful order. It's also factually impossible if he ordered a transition, which he did. Had he not done that, we would not have transitioned the government, provided a security posture, brought Biden into his administration and his White House, and secured the uh, District of Columbia to receive such an enterprise that can only be done by the Department of Defense, and only if the commander-in-chief authorizes it. So there's three or four different points as to, to prove, I mean, alongside with Donald Trump saying walk peacefully to the Congress and alongside with the January 6th, again, beclowning themselves with their boomerang, <laughs> releasing text messages that there was going to be another stage set up at the Supreme Court. And there was actually the previous weekend, January 6th, that was where the stage was. I remember because I was physically there. I lived in D.C. I went to these events. And so you have a situation where they are the more they find out, the more innocent Donald Trump becomes. And perhaps that's why they are ratcheting up the heat with the announcement. I would suppose, I would guess, seeing how they always are looking to ratchet up because they lie to their base. They have this frothing at the mouth, feral base that they have to keep throwing soy meat at because they have to keep telling them, oh, we're going to get orange Godzilla. We're going to get them. They have nothing. And the January 6th committee was a bomb. It just sucked for the ratings. It didn't reveal anything new. It beclowned the entire process. MAGA, Hulk, Donald Trump reaching through the Secret Service car and ripping the steering wheel from the Secret Service officers. I think it's an act of desperation, not strength, to be doing these announcements. Perhaps I'm wrong. Cash, you'd be the guy to tell me. Well, look, I would never tell uh, Benny that he's wrong, but uh, I would I would say the following. Look, it's the same rinse, repeat. When you don't have the facts on your side, you make up fiction. When you get called out for making upset fiction with the truth, you have the mainstream media carry your water by running a fake news narrative. And then you leak classically 
information that's sensitive to government to get another false narrative, i.e. Donald Trump's under investigation. Cassidy Hutchinson, case in point, the star witness of the January 6th committee, testified so resoundedly, so strongly that President Trump broke through windshields and barricades and took over the beast, which he wasn't even in that day. But, you know, who cares about facts? And now we have her text messages. What's the best way? I learned this as a federal prosecutor and public defender. Best way to prove innocence? Take those that are charging you and get their own words when they show your innocence and put them on display. The January 6th committee, of course, has Cassidy Hutchinson's entire text message trail. And the Federalist put out a fantastic article about him yesterday, where they literally, my favorite one was, Cassidy Hutchinson literally said she would rather shoot down Marine One than see anyone else other than 45, Donald Trump, in it. If that's not enough, buy it for an individual to then come before the January 6th committee and again, be provided with snippets of information to the American public. And then the January 6th committee hides those text messages from the American public. They're not doing an investigation. Uh, they're running a propaganda scheme. And yeah. that that's why I think you're right. Less and less and less people are paying attention to this. And the last straw that they always reach for is the Department of Justice prosecution, because it's the only thing that they have left that can carry a news cycle um, with any modicum of success. And so that's where we are now. We were there with Russiagate. We were there with Mueller. We were there with impeachment. We were there with Ukraine. We're there with January 6th. We'll eventually get there with Hunter Biden. The only difference with Hunter Biden is he's an actual criminal. So uh, we'll see how that one plays out. How should it play out? What is your take on that? You were a federal prosecutor. You know the ins and outs of these systems better than anyone I've ever spoken to. Please illuminate for our audience. How do you believe Hunter Biden will shake out? He's going to get indicted. So, And it's just a matter of time. And uh, it's interesting to me to hear Merrick Garland, the attorney general, go on live TV this week and say, we are going to prosecute all cases around January 6th without favor or uh, bias, well, uh, or, or regard to an election cycle. Well, I'd like to hear him apply that same standard to the Hunter Biden investigation, because they, they always say, well, you know, we might indict him, but uh, we're not going to do so because the midterms are coming up. So you can prosecute one guy if he's an R, but not the other because he's a D around a midterm election cycle. Look, the facts are so damning for Hunter Biden. He's on there. It's been publicly out there with underage women. He's on there. Put that aside. He's on there getting bribes from foreign governments, China, Russia, the Ukraine, getting payments and favors because his dad is the vice president of the United States. That very act in and of itself is illegal. And the way those guys always get caught is not necessarily the bribery charges, but tax evasion and foreign agent registration. When you're acting on behalf of a foreign government and you don't sign up for the proper paperwork of the department to felony, And these guys always get caught there and the taxes. And that's the tax fraud is the easiest criminal case to prove when they don't declare unlawful income lawfully. That's how you get them. Something that won't surprise you at all is that I am addicted to my cell phone. Why? Well, because I run a digital news company and at The Benny Show, we have 10 employees and they need to be online and their service needs to work and we need to make a profit to keep in business. So I have got to be balancing my budget as well. So how do you stay online and balance a budget, especially in these tight economic times? Use Pure Talk. We use Pure Talk at The Benny Show. It is the official sponsor of The Benny Show, and their service is incredible. It is the most reliable 5G network in America, and for just 30 bucks, you can get talk, text, and data 
on America's Best Network. And with the code Benny, you get 50% off your first month. Most families save around 75 bucks by switching over to Pure Talk. That's like a tank of gas. And who couldn't use an extra tank of gas in Joe Biden's America? So go over to puretalkusa.com and use the code Benny to get 50% off your new cell service today. And if you need one more reason to do it, you provide American jobs by doing this. Pure Talk is run by a United States military veteran, is their CEO man. They want America to win and you will win if you switch to Pure Talk today. Use the code Benny to get 50% off. Hmm. So what I've been hearing a lot inside of legal circles is that typically white collar crime would come with criminal conspiracy charges. Is it odd to not see them in the Hunter Biden case? Well, you might. You might see criminal conspiracy charges. You might just see a tax fraud conspiracy or general fraud conspiracy. You know, people think when you hear conspiracy, it's only like mob style stuff. There's lots of forms of a conspiracy. A conspiracy is any agreement to do any unlawful activity. If you conspire to uh, defraud the government violating the tax code, that's a conspiracy. If you conspired with other people to obtain bribes from overseas governments and officials, uh, because your dad is a uh, vice president and then threatened those officials if that money didn't come in, that's a conspiracy. So there are many forms of that type of conspiracy, quote unquote, that being charged. You always need an, what we call an underlying offense. And the underlying offense can be anything from murder to bank robbery to tax fraud or far, far registration requirements. Mm -hmm. So what I'm reading inside of the legal circles is that criminal conspiracy would ensnare Joe Biden, Jim Biden, the Biden family. And so they don't want to go there. Is that sound? It might. You know, I don't know the, the ins and outs of the investigation to the depth that, uh, you know, whoever's running it does. The U.S. attorney in Delaware, um, who's a Trump appointee, by the way, uh, and is still in charge there. But um, I don't think. That even if they if, even when they charged Hunter Biden, they're you know I don't think they're going to implicate the presidency. This, mm -hmm. There's no way this this Department of Justice has the courage to do so if the facts borne it out. Uh, and I don't know whether they do, but I do agree that it should be an investigation that Congress, once the houses flip, takes up mm -hmm. because we've seen the power of Congress conduct oversight um, when they misuse their authority. January 6th, how about we do it and have the gavels and say, okay, did it go all the way to Joe Biden? Let's issue some subpoenas. Let's run an investigation. DOJ, are you prosecuting? If you're not prosecuting, why aren't you prosecuting? And oh, by the way, give us all the documentation so we can show the world. Yo, I'm no prosecutor, nor am I a lawyer, but I can see on tape with my eyes and my ears Joe Biden bragging about withholding money from the Ukrainians <laughs> if they didn't fire the prosecutor that was coming after his son. I can watch it. I'm a pretty simple dude, but I can play Plinko and I can <laughs> see the way that this all works. And that looks like a criminal conspiracy to, to little old me, room temperature IQ, right? Solid 75. I couldn't imagine if I was doing this professionally like you. So I got to ask you, Cash. You've seen the same releases we've seen. We've seen them on Truth Social, where you can still share Hunter Biden laptop material. We've seen them all across the internet. Even the corporate press is saying, yo, the New York Times, this laptop's for real. This is, this is the real thing. How would you bring a case against Hunter? Uh, as I always did when I was prosecuting um, difficult criminal conspiracies, follow the money. The same thing that helped me untwine, uh, investigate the Russia Gate and expose Hillary and the Dems paid for it. Money doesn't lie. 
Bank records don't lie. Numbers don't lie. And when you follow the money, you get to the core of a fraud or conspiracy in this case, which is a fraud-based conspiracy because there's so much money involved. You're talking millions and millions of dollars moving overseas into American bank accounts, into offshore bank accounts. Those bank accounts got names and human beings attached to them. Somebody's getting paid for something. And those records just don't lie. They speak louder and more clear than any witness you can possibly be put before a jury or grand jury. And that's how I would do it. I just follow the money. And the rest, if you find more evidence based on other people coming in and testifying and giving color to that uh, money trail, maybe you can charge other substantive offenses related to that. But my goal would be to follow the money and say, okay, was there a violation of the law? If so, charge them, charge them all. Mm -hmm. And then you start uh, working your way down the pyramid. So you see this intermixing of Biden family finances where Joe's paying for Hunter's hookers and vice versa. And you can see there that Joe Biden is suddenly implicated in some of this. Is that wrong legally? I mean, it's it's hard to say because did he egg him on? Did he did he aid him up, you know, up to a certain point, but not to an illegal point? I don't I don't have that level of information. We don't have that documentation um, or or witness testimony publicly. For me to be able to say that, maybe, you know, yeah. uh, you know, after years of investigating Hillary Clinton, I think we showed um, how difficult it is to prove the principle when you know participate in the act, how difficult it is to legally prove it in a court of law. So the same might be true here. And remember, this is even wilder. This is a sitting president of the United States. I mean, we wouldn't be having this conversation if we were talking about Don Jr. and Donald Trump. But, um, you know, two sets of. Uh, uh, of, of, of two, two avenues of justice uh, in America exist today, uh, which is tragic when the Constitution only demands one and our founding fathers would just, um, I think, be uh, besides themselves if they saw how our politicians were acting under the law today. Yeah, Don Jr. would be in a Guantanamo Bay cell on the moon. Like, like, like on another planet, they would put him in if he had done even a mitocum, a scintilla of what Hunter's done. Final question on this point. Do you believe if you were to wage against it, would you believe that Joe Biden has criminal implications here? Because it does look as though they are going to go after Hunter in some capacity. It looks like that's going to move forward. Do you believe that this will reach the top? Uh, it might. I just I don't ha I hate making a statement of that de definitive degree without having the evidence. I've seen the evidence for Hunter Biden himself, which is why I can say definitively, I believe he's going to be charged along with a couple other people who assisted. Now, what I'm interested in is whether this presidency will direct his attorney general to do X or Y and or will Joe Biden uh, pardon his son? Hmm. You know, that's hmm. the bigger question that no one's talking about, because remember, he could preemptively, before he's ever charged, issue a, a pardon or the day after he's charged, issue a pardon, a widespread pardon that covers all of Hunter's activities. Now, that would be politically close to suicide. Uh, but as we've seen, Joe Biden makes uh, pulls every excuse in the book he can for Hunter and says and lies to the American people. Remember, the biggest lie to the American people about Joe Biden and Hunter's Joe has repeatedly said, I have nothing to do with Hunter Biden. I've never talked to him about any of his overseas dealings. Then you have a recording in Joe Biden's voice calling his son Hunter Biden about his overseas dealings. That's a black and white lie. Um, whether it amounts to a criminal conspiracy that aided and abetted Hunter Biden, I think we'll just have to wait and see.
So drawing the concentric circles away from Joe Biden and more towards the administrative state, you saw this week that Chuck Grassley dropped this massive whistleblower bombshell about the FBI protecting Hunter Biden and calling it disinformation from inside the FBI, shutting down the ability to reopen this case. Your thoughts? Look, Chuck Grassley, Senator Grassley has always done great work when it comes to whistleblowers, and I'm glad he's putting it out. What I found, I don't know if I find anything shocking anymore, really, but what I found damning was that uh, this revelation has shown that the FBI has allowed one agent, this guy named Auten, A-U-T-N, to have been the agent that falsely verified the FISA warrants during Russiagate, to be the same agent that investigated Michael Flynn, and withheld exculpatory evidence to be the same agent that runs the Hunter Biden investigation and the guy that labeled Hunter's laptop disinformation. This special agent at the FBI, Auten, A-U-T-N, is still employed by Christopher Wray, still working on the most prominent investigations in U.S. modern history. And Chuck Grassley is rightly asking, so WTF? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some whistleblowers are finally coming forward to show light on this. So, you know, I think uh, the FBI is going to have some explaining to do in the near future when these gavels do switch, because uh, I, I think you bet your bottom dollar that Chuck Grassley is going to send a subpoena for these documents and then call Chris Ray to Congress to testify before America to say, how can you let these corrupt officials continue to investigate crimes in America when they themselves have committed crimes? Two questions on Congress quickly. Since we're on this topic, one, is this going to backfire horrendously for the January 6th committee and for congressional Democrats, this new law, this new order that we will take anyone who doesn't answer a congressional subpoena, we'll prosecute them, we'll throw them in jail. Steve Bannon is looking at two months in federal prison, maybe two years in federal prison, depending on how harsh the judge wants to be with him. Is this going to be the new Harry Reid changes the filibuster for the judiciary and now you get Roe v. Wade gets torn? I mean, Democrats are masters at this and at boomeranging. Do you believe that Republicans have the guts, the spine and the balls to actually use this new rule against the criminality of the Democrat Party? I believe it can happen. You hit the fulcrum right on right on this point on its axis point. Do the Republican leadership coming in have the guts to do so? I know some of them do. I don't know if all of them do. Will the Republicans flounder like they have in the past? I think even most of them have reached the point where they have said enough is enough when they are when they are subpoenaing their colleagues, their Democrats are subpoenaing Republican Congress members for the first time in U.S. history. I think they have seen it and said you have crossed the line. They might not prosecute and investigate every single one of them, but I think it's enough to just for them to go after at least some of them and maybe issue Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff a subpoena to start. Yeah. Yo. And what about Hillary Clinton? Yeah, her too. The, the Bidens, Mark Elias. I mean, this is now the new rules, man. You made the rules. Now it's the Wild West. yippee Kaye, mother. <laughs> so the final question I have for you, Cash, is your roadmap. For members of Congress, we know they come on the show. We know their staff watches. We have some dear and wonderful friends in Congress. You worked with Devin Nunez to do probably the most important congressional work that the right has done in a decade or a or this part of the uh, 22nd century with the deconstruction of the Russiagate. How do Republicans in Congress follow in your footsteps and continue this work? 
Uh, it's pretty simple. And you're right there. We have so many great allies in Congress that can do this work. We need the Judiciary Committee to investigate the FBI and Hunter Biden. We need the Foreign Affairs Committee to investigate Hunter Biden and Joe Biden's dealings with the Ukraine, China and Russia and look at those contracts. We need the House Administration Committees. That's now we're getting technical to investigate the January 6th committee's approach to this unprofessional and unlawful possibly investigation of the events surrounding January 6th and who was paid what to provide documents and testimony. That's, I always go back to that. Everybody that goes up and testified, everybody that provides something, were you paid by, I'm not saying they were paid by Congress. What outside entities, what fusion GPSs of the world were acting, what Mark Elias's law firms of the world were involved in these witnesses and bringing them forward. Did they pay for your $600,000 attorney bill? Those are things that impact upon the credibility and the truthfulness of someone's representations before Congress in America. I hope they investigate those groups um, to no end, because as John Dermis showed us, you can get the banking records of the DNC and their law firm, and they never lie. Hmm. Okay, just a really quick follow up there. Very short. What? Do you mean the legality of January 6th committee? If it was found illegal in its constitution, as Peter Navarro says, what would that mean for the people who have been found in contempt? Mm. Wow. I, you know, that, that could be an interesting legal conundrum for a lot of people, because if you're, if you invalidate the committee, then technically their subpoenas have been invalidated and anything that would flow from it should be invalidated by a federal judge. So that's why I'm saying I want to, because I've never heard of a, of, this is not a bipartisan committee. Remember, they kicked off the Republican members and installed their own appointees for the first time in United States history. But no one's able to challenge that because we don't right yet have the majority. So that's why that investigation of the committee needs to occur um, on a parallel track with the things we talked about. And someone needs to take that to federal court. Maybe Steve Bannon's the right vehicle because you can't take something to court unless and until we call it's become ripe. That is, there's been a legal decision on the matter. Now, unfortunately, Steve's been adjudicated guilty. He has the appellate process, and he can also bring in the, the, the construction of the January 6th committee uh, before the federal courts. So you're saying if they say this is illegally constituted, then everything that came from it will then a, a judge can essentially nullify yeah, it's like a bogus search warrant. It doesn't matter what comes after it. If you found the guns and the drugs and the goods and all the criminal activity, the fruit of the poisonous tree, as we call it, if you lied about getting your search warrant, everything else goes out the window. Whoa. Mind blown. Every time we have cash on the show, <laughs> it's a mind blown moment. Every single time. If you've been watching cash, if you've been buying his book, if you've been <laughs> following fight with cash, yo, you gotta get, you gotta get the plot against the king. Every time Cash is on the show, he just blows our minds. That's a brand new one we've not heard yet. Thank you, Cash, for being on The Benny Show. Thanks so much, Benny. We'll talk to you guys soon. Hope to see you guys uh, in person. Incredible.